The Southern Middle Tennessee Prep Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoyt with United Country Realty, the law office of David A. Bates, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Patio West, Coastal and Comfort Eats, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. Specializing in orthopedic injuries, their OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit them online at mtbj.net. Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yao. Good Tuesday morning and welcome in to the show. We appreciate you guys being here with us as we are coming to you live from the Lee Company studio here in Columbia. Chris Yao, Mo Patton, Coach Mike with you here. Um... Hope you guys are having a great day. Welcome in to our friends down in Franklin County on WZYX. This is Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and & Joint. And we are so happy to have you joining us. Uh, if you are joining us on the radio, on the internet, live at frontporchradiotn.com or wzyxradio.net and Facebook and Twitter. Again, if you are watching on Facebook, we would love for you to like, comment, and share because that helps us get into more of your friends' news feeds. And that's, you know, pretty important for us. I'm not going to lie to you. So <laughs> we really appreciate you guys as well. Um, also on Twitter, got a lot of folks who are going to be paying attention on Twitter today, I got a feeling. So, because we got a really big show. It's a, we got a really big show. For our really big team. <laughs> Need some really big rings. Huh? We do. We do. It is Top 5 Tuesday, folks. So just letting you know, in case you weren't aware. Also, we have... Darren Reese is going to join us in the second hour. And he will talk about the Simmons Bank Open, which is hopefully going to take place this week. It should. The uh, forecast looks good on Thursday. <laughs> Not so much today, as you can see on our West 7th cam. Uh, <laughs> but uh, he'll join us and talk a little golf. We'll talk some Braves. Uh, potentially in the second hour, some, I don't know, breaking news, but uh, some some news that that could potentially be shared on our show uh, in the second hour that re- is in regards to some high school stuff. So we'll try our best to get that on today. If not, stick around tomorrow because it'll just, we'll certainly have it on tomorrow. Um, in the first hour today, we'll go over the, the few games that were played yesterday. A lot of games were played east of here. feels like the rain kind of – if you were south of Spring Hill and east, you were okay yesterday just about to play. Uh, even here in Columbia, they got a, they got their – their district three game in and division two class a so there's that um a couple of softball games are played some some soccer for sure um and we've got a it's fairly light schedule today but there is a schedule so we'll get to that here in just a few minutes 
Also, we get to talk to Joe Williams, who has been MIA on this show for about a month. Glad to have him back. We are. Like, that's... I like to talk to Joe because Joe's a racing guy, so... But yeah, we'll talk to you obviously obviously about some the games that took place last night that uh, we have recaps for. So lots of stuff going on today. Lots of stuff going on today. But before we get to any and all of that, Mo, how are you? <laughs> I'm good, Chris. I'm I'm good for for a Tuesday morning. So which is important to note that it's Tuesday morning. Today is. It feels like yesterday, JP kind of told me, he he's like, man, it feels like Wednesday on Monday. Like it just, I guess because it was such a long drive in, for me it felt like I've been at work three days this week already. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was off for a couple of days last week and, and out of town and out of town over the weekend, and it, and it almost feels like I never left. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I can assure you that it certainly felt like you left when you weren't here. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> we missed you. That's what it was. That's all. That's all it was. Um, so yeah. Um, when we were when we were kind of talking yesterday about no way anybody can play ball games. <laughs> Well, you said there there was an asterisk on that. Clearly, you said don't that that as soon as we said that nobody would play, play, that there'd be some games played, and so we're not going to say that today. But the forecast is not as good today as it was yesterday. Well, I will tell you this: the one person that I felt like would be a holdout yesterday and was in fact a holdout, kind of conceded to the extent that he will. That perhaps to, should have. today no 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 that today will be a challenge no oh. <laughs> yeah I, I can't imagine that uh, that that some that anybody is going to be playing baseball today they, they might play some soccer but uh, yeah, we're in a lull right now but it's supposed to come rolling back in about yeah. four o'clock which is about when everything's supposed to start up right and, right so I I mean it's supposed to be pretty pretty strong today too so. We should just give a daily forecast at this point. <laughs> we can sell that too. Hey, we can be bought in case anyone's wondering. Yeah, if if you've not figured it out, <laughs> we, do have, we do have a price. <laughs> Everybody's got a price. The million dollar man, Ted and it's not one million dollars. Yeah. No, it's not even close. It's not, yeah, probably a lot more affordable than you think. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Talk to us. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he's not wrong. Talk to us. Uh, <laughs> we're we're very flexible. So, are, are you guys um, are you guys excited that uh, that it's going to be seventy degrees and sunny later this week? I'm always excited for seventy. And seventy sunny. and sunny. That's a, that, that's a good that's that's a good never place. bad. Say Never. football and baseball coach, those those two numbers going together are really nice. Football and baseball. Oh yeah, man. I wonder uh, if uh, if anybody's going to be doing any fishing this weekend. If they are, if you are doing any fishing this weekend, I want to tell you about our friends at WZYX who will be 
push, pushing out one of their fantastic shows over the airwaves tonight. SMTN Outdoors. No relation, but kind of. Uh, <laughs> Southern Middle Tennessee Outdoors is a locally produced radio conversation. They have guests from the TWRA and RV and campgrounds, marinas, etc. Um, they cover outdoor fishing um, and other outdoor outdoors, sports. There we go. Um, hunting and that sort of thing. All around Southern Middle Tennessee and Northern Alabama. Uh, Al Clark, who is the general manager w, down at WZYX, uh, is on the show, hosted by him and Tom Wiseman. Uh, it comes out today at one o five and at five o five p.m., and it airs again on Saturday at seven o five a.m. Um, you can hear it all across the multi county area, including Franklin, Coffee, Moore, Lincoln, and Grundy counties, on AM fourteen forty ninety four five and ninety five three. And of course, wzyxradio.net. So, just have to give the give give old Al a shout out. I know he's listening and hope he's enjoying uh, his his time on Southern Middle Tennessee outdoors with Tom. Michael Long on Facebook says, it's "Getting dark here in Mount Pleasant. Lawrence County schools have let out early." So Ooh. I guess there'll be wow. no Lawrence County schools today. I heard there was a tornado like watch slash warning last night in this area. Was there? Did y'all get an alert? Well, growing up in Oklahoma, you don't get too worried about watches. <laughs> no, no, no. So You're watches, right. <laughs> you just kind of you live with those warning. Uh, I didn't. My my phone didn't go off this morning like it did yesterday morning. So gotcha. I, if it if it happened, I missed it. Interesting. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if there was anything or not. I, I just saw uh, someone who I who I. Um, follow on uh, Twitter who lives in this area. She had mentioned that there was a a tornado warning that, or at least she thought there was last night. I didn't know. Just wanted to make sure that if there was, that everybody was safe. And clearly everyone made it back here to the station this morning. So that's good. You guys, uh, you guys, ready for the best part of the day, where we give you scores and schedules? Should we do that? We should do now. that. We should, should do, do that. It. All right. And what about what, what? What about that? That little piece there above. Oh, I didn't that. see that there. I tell you what. Why don't you go ahead and tell us about Centennial Football and Wrestling Assistant AJ Villarreal? Is that it? Villarreal? Uh, Villarreal? I, I, I think it's Villarreal. Yeah. yeah. And I think that would be the authentic pronunciation. It's probably Villarreal. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't, I can't roll my you R's. You can't roll your R's? Not well. I have to like really think about it. We're going to call him AJ. Let's call him AJ. Um, he has been named the head wrestling coach at Independence, a text that I received as I was leaving the house this morning. So... Have not had an opportunity to get this up on the website at SM-TN Sports, but we will have an article on this development on the website later today. Um, AJ replaces Brian Youngsma, who led the Eagles wrestling program this past season on an interim basis after Jared Grindstaff resigned um, last year. So... Independence has a new wrestling coach, and Centennial is looking for 
an additional assistant to help Philip Pelkey out up there. Um, I'm not sure what he coached in football. I'm not sure if he's going to be on Scott Blade's staff over at Independence. Um, hope to reach out and kind of fill in some gaps on this development as the day progresses. But we yeah, do this know. Is, this is just the the tidbit. Yeah. The yeah. full story will be available later. Absolutely. So um, check that out. All right. Now, now, then, let's give you today's rundown. This is The Rundown. This is your Tuesday Rundown brought to you by Jim Davis at Grow Live Give. Visit them at growlivegive.com or give them a call at 615-682-0022. Securities offered through IFP Securities, LLC, DBA, Independent Financial Partners, IFP member, FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through IFP Advisors, LLC, DBA, Independent Financial Partners, Registered Investment Advisor, IFP and Grow Live Give are not affiliated. In baseball action on Monday, Coffee County blanked Laverne 12-0. It was Community 16, Cornersville 4, Summertown 4, Eagleville 1. Fayetteville knocked off Santa Fe 17-3. In a doubleheader, Lawrence County was an 8-1 winner and a 6-1 winner over Lewis County. Tullahoma 10-run Grundy County 12-2. Loretto got by Giles County 5-3. And in Division Two District Three tournament action, it was Grace Christian five, Columbia Academy three, Middle Tennessee Christian seven, Christ Presbyterian two. In softball play on Monday, Community defeated Fayetteville seven one, and Christ Presbyterian Academy defeated Battleground Academy twelve nothing. Boys soccer, Columbia Central eight, Rossview one. It was Giles County two, Columbia Academy. Uh, I guess nothing because that's next to the the, the dash is next okay. to the zero so okay Giles County 2 Columbia Academy nothing and page 4 Independence 1 today's schedule <laughs> as best it can be we will keep you abreast as best we can Independence set to travel to Oakland at 6pm in baseball action Summit will head to Nolansville also at 6pm at 630 is Page at Lawrence County Spring Hill travels to Shelbyville and Loretto hosts Mount Pleasant uh, with no game time set that we are aware of, Eagleville hosts Cannon County and Richland travels to Cascade. Also in that Division 2A District 3 baseball tournament, Columbia Academy oh, sure. is scheduled to host Christ Presbyterian Academy and Grace Christian will travel to Middle Tennessee Christian, um, weather permitting. Obviously. All right. In softball action today, Grace Christian is set to travel to Zion Christian in a game that was originally set for yesterday. That game is supposed to be played at 5 o'clock today. Also at 5 o'clock, Centennial travels to Independence and Spring Spring Hill travels to Page at 5. Also at 5 o'clock, it's Summit at Ravenwood. Friendship Christian at Columbia Academy at 5.30. Franklin hosts Dixon County. At 6 o'clock, Cascade travels to Brentwood. And Murfreesboro Central plays at Moore County at a time to be determined, weather permitting. In boys soccer action at 5.30 tonight, it is Forrest going over to Cascade. Uh, Fayetteville hosts community and Zion Christian travels to Lawrence County. Is that at Lawrence County? Uh, That's what their Twitter says. Well, there you go. Okay. So, (laughs) that's what I'm going by. I don't know. Makes sense. Uh... Kenwood travels to Fairview, and I th- think that's going to do it for area soccer for the day. 
All right. So that is your Tuesday rundown brought to you by Jim Davis at Grow Live Give. All right. When we come back, we're going to talk to Joe Williams of the Williamson Herald. He's got a lot to say, I'm sure. He's got a month of pent-up information. (laughs) So we'll get a chance to talk to him. We're really excited about it. So we'll be right back from the Lee Company studio on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Stick around. If you've listened to this show, you know Chris and I are always down for a good meal. Recently, we learned about Patio West in Spring Hill and what a pleasure it has been. Their menu is full of seafood, burgers, and more, giving every member of your family something to enjoy. Be sure to go by Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats located at 3011 Longford Drive in Spring Hill or visit patiowest.com and tell them the guys at Southern Middle Tennessee Sports sent you. sports and beyond it's on southern middle tennessee sports today welcome back in to southern middle tennessee sports today presented by mid-tennessee bone and joint coming to you live from the lee company studio here on west 7th in columbia tennessee also live on the radio in franklin county with WZYX, Al Clark and the boys and girls. We appreciate you guys hanging out down there. Really do. Right now, we will waste no time because we have gone long enough without (laughs) hearing the golden tones of Joe Williams on our airwaves. So coming to you, brought to you by the Williamson Herald, where they give you the best in local sports coverage in Williamson County, both digitally and in print. Don't forget that their weekly print product comes out every Thursday. You should pick it up. You can also give them a call, 615-790-6465, and they'll bring it to you. That's pretty cool. (laughs) Visit the website at WilliamsonHerald.com and uh, check out Joe and Charles as they cover prep sports in all of Williamson County. So now, without any further ado, back on the airwaves, Joe Williams of the Williamson Herald. By popular demand. Popular demand. Popular being me and Chris demanding. (laughs) This is true. Gentlemen, good morning. Good morning, wonderful thing. Good, good, good morning, <laughs> sir. What's um, what's been up? Long time no uh, talk, you know. It, yeah, it's uh, my, my my real job has taken me uh, back and forth to some other places that uh, it's just been a zoo. But that's okay. That's a good thing. I like being busy. How are you guys doing? Well, we, we've been busy as well. 
Yeah, yeah I've noticed. I've been reading it. Yeah, it's uh, you guys have been covered up. I'll tell you, Joe, we're probably feeling a little better than you because, well, our trash cans are in the right place today. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. His is probably in the right place today. What, yes, yesterday. yesterday, not so much, but yeah. Yeah, yeah it's several times over the last year. No, it's, it's, uh, it is great to be back. You know, spring is always tough on us, on all of us, because there's so much that's going on it's hard to keep up and i don't know if people really get it but you know i I was having this conversation with jody over the weekend you know football is friday night yep basketball is friday night and tuesday night primarily you may get another night mixed in there somewhere spring sports are all over the map and changed there's there's nothing that's off limits. Heck, Chris covered a softball game on Sunday this past weekend. That's true. I mean, there, <laughs> there, nothing. No day. There's no day where you can say, "Well, there's nothing going on." I mean, no. she'll ask me, "What are you doing?" And it's like, "Heck, if I know." You know? No, I'll, I'll tell you at three o'clock. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. You know, and at least at least four times this spring, I have pulled up to a ball game only to find out as the sun is shining that it's been rained out. Because it had been raining 15 minutes early. I mean, they made good. It's not like they didn't make good calls. They made good calls. It's just the weather is so, uh, you know, it's so uh, unpredictable. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and it's nothing new. That's just spring in Middle Tennessee primarily. But I will say this people don't want to hear about the labor pains. They just want to see the baby. So um, we're, we're kind of whining amongst ourselves about something that the people that are listening for the most part don't really care about, but no, you're right. Um, so what's, um, it's our party. We can cry if we want to. And, and, <laughs> I, and, I, and I have, thank you, Ms. Gold. <laughs> so Joe with, um, with Jarrett street named last week as the new boys basketball coach at page, all of the WCS, Coaching vacancies, I believe, have been resolved with one notable um, exception. I'm saying the only one I can think of right now, what, is Brentwood still open? Brentwood Boys still open? Brentwood Boys is still open as far as I know, um, following that the – That may change shortly. I'm sorry? That may change shortly. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I can't imagine Kevin Cadell letting that go for very long, but – you know, street to page, I'm kind of fascinated by that. And I think Charles had the uh, Charles Pulliam had the article on it when it came down. I guess um, BGA is now open, but that that just kind of fascinates me. That's not a move that I would have anticipated. No, no, kind of a surprise. Of course, it was a surprise for me when when Aaron uh, left page. Well. Um, I really thought he was building something there. Well, I think he thought he was building something there too. Well, I think that's a you know I'm I'm just you know me guys I'm going to tell you what I think I think that's two I think there's two situations in this county where um, a couple of coaches very graciously got um, got railroaded. I'll just put it that way. All right, put it the old fashioned way. Where's the other uh, one? I'm, I'm just. 
Gonna let, let it lay there. Oh, those oh. those those that are those that are pulling the train whistle will know. Okay. Uh, All right. Well, well, I'll um. You can you can text me later because I'm I'm a little I'm I'm a little out of the loop. But but um, here's, here's the thing. You know, we've always talked about um, you know, what a great place it is to be in Williamson County and to be here. And coach, do you realize that with the exception of Fairview, Patrick Whitlock at Ravenwood has almost twice the amount of tenure as every other class three A coach in the county combined. Basketball or yes, okay, basketball. Yeah, that, when you think about, I mean, you, certainly when you when you step back and take that thirty thousand foot view, yeah, I mean. Because yeah. Tiger, this is what Tiger's third year now. Uh, will be, yeah. He's been there two years. Oh, so uh, he just finished his second year. I think, yeah. Okay. He just finished two. Um, Jeremy Moore just, just finished his first. And 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 Jeremy's kind of a, you know, even, here's the bad part. Even if you add the time Jeremy was an independent. <laughs> it, it's still Whitlock by a landslide, yeah. You got Tiger, you got Jeremy, so there's three years. You got Jim Fay down at uh, Summit's been there about three years, so there's six. Uh, the Indy position. Indy is open. Well, Indy is closed. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but yeah, it's a new guy. It's Yeah, it's a zero. You're right, all right. That was a zero. Page is a zero. <laughs> Think about that. Patrick's been up there for, what, 12, 17 years, 18 years? combined because he stepped away and came back right okay yeah so well never stepped away as coach he, he moved to central office and went back mm-hmm. but but how you want to figure you know 17 18 years he's been he's been coaching at ravenwood um man yeah start start counting it up i mean there's something weird going on on the on the hardcore hardwood here it, i i wonder joe is it the is it the expectation level? I mean, in in all reality, is that is that kind of what is driving these coaches one to want to come here, but also obviously driving them away at some point? Well, look, everybody wants to come to Williamson County, right? No matter no matter they what get here, <laughs> everybody wants to come to Williamson County. You know, so somebody obviously forgot to close the gate. We won't, we won't go into that. That's one of my other fun stories. But anyways, everybody wants to come to Williamson County. The problem is once you get here, everybody expects that you will win and you will win in the way in which they expect you to win. And I guess what I'm saying by that is I, I sometimes think, and, and, I, and I've seen this over the years, I sometimes think that coaches' evaluation and parents' evaluation Mm-hmm. are two different things. Mm-hmm. And what what makes that worse is when you have, and I call them the pimps and the whores of the world, um, who are <laughs> Of course you do. <laughs> you know where I'm coming from. You know where I'm mm, go, go ahead. <laughs> they're, they're, they're feeding parents that, the evaluation should be much higher and for the right amount of money, they can prove it's much higher because they'll get them a, 
you know, they'll get them a position, they'll get them a, a shot at, at, a, at a college scholarship. And unfortunately, this bubble we live in in Williamson County makes it easy because there's so much freaking money sitting around. Well, there's there's so much freaking money sitting around, but there's also um, a number of people have the ears of decision makers that may or may not deserve to. Mm-hmm. And so the other thing is around here, you know, in in the old days, it was always you had to get rid of the coach. Well, you don't necessarily have to do that anymore because there's so much money. It is so easy to pick up and move. Hmm. And legitimately change school zones, if you will, to go somewhere else. Well, you get that happening a couple of times. Team gets a little weaker. Another team gets a little stronger, however you want, you know. And the coaches get <laughs> caught in this whirlwind of what in the world's going on. One particular instance comes to mind in Williamson County, within Williamson County, in baseball. But uh, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. You know. I'm, I can I can name three or four in, in a couple of different sports. I mean, look when you can when you can start for one high school on Friday night hmm. and move, enter another one on Monday, get your three practices in, and start for that school against the school you played for the last Friday night. The next Friday night, something's wrong. That's crazy. Well, I mean, if there was a bona fide change of residence, though, Joe, I mean, how are you going to not let them? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm, no, that's what I'm saying. I mean, the, 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 that situation was handled the right way. Hey, we, we, we're moving. We moved on Saturday. I searched school on Monday. I want to play. And I'm good enough to play. And there's a bona fide. But the thing about it is, think about, you know, how many folks do you know who can, who can just, you know, Up say, and right, move. Hey, well, we're going to sell this place and, and move over here. We're gonna move zones and right now you can sell it. I don't know if you can buy one anywhere though. <laughs> yeah, I think the thing that gets lost in scenarios like that, Joe, is and and it's a. I mean, athletics by their nature is it's a performance based scenario, but the guy that was in that position before the kid that moved in that slides in in front of him. Mm-hmm. What what yeah. about that kid? Yeah, tell me that mom and dad ain't upset. Yeah. yeah. It, and they don't have the money to move. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and, you know, it, it, it's just, it's nuts. Let's talk about something positive. Let's talk, thought, let's talk about something positive. If, you've, if you don't have anything, I do. Well, I do too. You go first. Okay. (laughs) Thanks. I appreciate it. Um, (laughs) How many turf football fields are there in WCS? Because it's my understanding there's getting ready to be one more. Yep. You've got Page, Brentwood, Summit, Brentwood. Summit Summit doesn't doesn't have turf. No. Oh. No, Summit's not turf yet. No, Nolensville. Hey, Nolensville was built with one. Right. Page got one. Mm-hmm. Brentwood got one. Franklin's got one. Is that it? I believe so. I think so. Now, it, the, the smart money, one, Brentwood needed one. Mm-hmm. Brentwood's landlocked. Their whole athletic situation, you know, is it, it, kind of nuts. The because, middle school plays over there as well. Yeah. No, yeah. They, they, they definitely needed one. Um, I, I'm not necessarily against any. I just, I, I really think probably Centennial should have had one before. Nolansville or 
page because there's some land that, that's available to them. But Brentwood Centennial are two very landlocked kind of things. Franklin's kind of in the same shape. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I, I'm hearing some rumors, and I'm hopeful that you're going to tell me something good. It's it's my understanding, and you know, I don't I don't necessarily know anything. I've not got anything official, but it, it's my understanding that following Centennial's spring football game on Thursday and the wrap up to the school year, the turf is going in over there over the summer. That would be outstanding, and that would be a great move. Yeah, yeah. Um, that they 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 desperately need it, and they have for a long time. Um, you know that the first football field at Centennial was built by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. Hmm. Literally, <laughs> I don't know if you know that or not. They were working on the that. interstate. Yeah, they were working on the interstate. Had some dirt, and so they just kind of came over and laid it out. And you know, they they brought whatever they had. Um. That's why there were such drainage issues and, 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 and being able to grow grass issues there originally. Uh, several coaches fought through that. Ryan Rector uh, kind of got the ball rolling to, to improve that facility. Uh, I think Marmatic Cabbage did the best that he could with it. Um, fortunately, the Tennessee Titans were, uh, you know, community-oriented methods. If they sent their folks down for a couple of years and really got it into good shape. Uh, but it is what it is. It, it, the base is what it is. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not a turf expert, but, but I, you know, I cut enough grass to know what is good and what isn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. they won't have to cut any more. Yeah, they is... worked really hard, but they should, they, Centennial should have, should have had turf five years ago. I think I this. I think this will be a great a great morale booster for that entire athletic program. Oh, I think you're right. I think you're right, and I can tell you, uh, you know, I, my 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 big positive. I was going to tell you about uh, watching Centennial and Spring Hill last week. Yes, but the the work that Jeff Serban and some of those other folks have done on that softball field over there. And remember, I, I have I have heavy history on that softball field. I know what was done to it before. And it is just in fantastic shape. Matter of fact, I'm going to play part of the district tournament there. So it's interesting, Joe, because you you know you talk about the the landlockedness of Centennial High School, but they have a really nice athletic complex there. I mean, when you when you look at the softball field, the baseball field, the football field, it, it, it's it's really done. And the basketball gym is one of my f- favorite gyms. It's it's a little bit unique. Uh, as opposed to some other Williamson County gyms, and I really like it. So it, it's kind of unfortunate that the tennis courts and the soccer are, is at the opposite yeah. end. But again, yeah. that kind of goes back to Joe's point about the landlockedness. <laughs> it is what it is of that campus. Yeah. Well, so. and 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 wait, and wait until the city of Franklin comes in with their bright idea of putting a roundabout at the corner of uh, at Mallory and Liberty. Valor and Liberty, yeah. I, do you do you foresee if turf were to take place that the soccer would move to the football field? Uh, they may have to <laughs> because of yeah. the roundabout. Yeah, because the land they're going to take away. The other thing that it'll do, and I think it'll be a big, big plus for the football team, is understand. You know, the football team has been practicing up on that hill behind Drury Plaza for years. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, it's, it's about 
oh, 30 yards short and about 20 yards narrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, they've been, they've, been, they've been practicing in Disneyland and, and playing in Nissan Stadium. <laughs> that's, that's a heck of an analogy. <laughs> Joe, that, this is why we have you on mm-hmm. the show. Absolutely. For those analogies. That is, that is the precise reason. Well, just send a check, man. I'm <laughs> <laughs> We've missed you. Joe, Joe, what is number one son up to? Uh, he is barking at the front door because he wants to go out. I'm, I apologize for oh, that. No, no, you, no apology is necessary. We're just going to let you take him out before you have to do something else. <laughs> oh, no, no. No, he just he just wants to he just wants to go out and and get in the grass and get wet. I know what exactly. Oh. Uh, I, I do have to tell you, I do want to go back to the Centennial Spring Hill game, longest game I've ever worked, longest game in in Centennial history. Eleven innings, three hours, and uh, the the pitcher down at Spring Hill, Cat Carter, just impressed me like I haven't been impressed in a long, long time. She's good. She's been doing that all spring. She's good. <laughs> oh, well, she she gave up a run in the first, which uh, part uh, it, it, one of those things. I'll put it that way. And over the next, she struck out twelve of the next fifteen. <laughs> half looking, half swinging. And, and I got news for you: this Centennial Club has got some bats. I mean, it's it's not like it was, you know, Ned in the first reader. Um. <laughs> She she had some kids who would challenge her, and she was just impressive, and not bad with a stick in her hand either. She's done it to just about every team in this district. I mean, Brentwood, Summit, you name it, she struck them all out. If she's <laughs> not District Eleven AAA Player of the Year, they ought not give it. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be hard pressed to see anybody else, and I've seen some pretty good ones. the The crazy part is the district this year is is wow balance mm-hmm. as i think we've seen in over a decade yeah the parody is there uh i can't and the best part is i can't even get I, I can't find anybody who can tell me who's where yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. Mean, I, I haven't i haven't seen records up and down i think they gotta it's one of those deals usually by this time of the year as you get you know you pretty well can start penciling folks in to uh, to the seeds for the district tournament. I think, I think Dixon is one, and that's all I know. Because <laughs> wow. I, th- I don't think Dixon's lost but one game in district right now. Wow. So that t- that tells you this is a wild district this year. Yeah, and this tournament's going to be crazy. Um, we are on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with Joe Williams of the Williamson Herald. And, Joe, you've done enough radio to know when I say we're up against a break. Get out of here, guys. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thank you, sir. We'll catch up with you. Bye, y'all. All right. That is Joe Williams on the Parch Motor Sales Hotline. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk about the game that uh, Mo got to go to yesterday and some others that were played in our coverage area. So we'll be right back from the Lee Company studio on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint Instagram. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. 
When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there, and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net. school sports here's mo and chris that is what we do we talk high school sports right here on southern middle tennessee sports day presented by mid tennessee bone and joint coming to you live from the lee company studio in columbia quick segment here might as well get right into it yesterday man when you talk about parity in districts Division 2A District 3 has four of the best baseball teams in Division 2A. Just any any of the four could win on any given day against each other. And have. And have, yeah. There you go. I mean, it's it, it's wild when, you know, the four seed Grace Christian can come in and take a 5 nothing lead and hold on for a win, and that's what they did yesterday. Yeah, and um, as Richie Eastup pointed out after the game, he didn't think that Grace had lost since CA swept them back in mid-March. They had lost twice in 19 games. Yeah, uh, okay. Well, I mean, 17 and 2. 17 and 2, yeah, yeah. That's um that's rolling. And I'll tell you what, um, what a treat that game was. I mean, you you saw... Um, Brad Myers is a Tennessee Baseball Coaches Association Hall of Fame member, and Richie should be. I mean, that was two. That's two of the best coaches in the state of Tennessee, you know, squaring off right there. And and the game pretty much reflected that. Um, again, as you said, GCA got up five nothing. Um, Columbia Academy scored all three of their runs in their final two at bats. They had the winning run at the plate. And I think it was in the back of everybody's mind that somehow CA was going to find a way to walk that thing off. Mm-hmm. And it just didn't, didn't quite happen. But um, like you said, the top of that district, and that's what Richie has said all year, you know, the, these four teams at the top, you know, them, Grace Christian, Middle Tennessee Christian, and CPA, as good as anybody in, in any any division and whoever comes out of that region and goes to state is going to have a shot at winning the whole thing. Now help me out. Don't ask. Don't, <laughs> don't, 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 don't do it. Are there three divisions, East, middle and West? Yes. So they don't have an eight team tournament. They <laughs> don't ask. Okay. I told you not to ask. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But there's no way to have an 18 tournament with, with three divisions. Well, so. I think maybe you take the top two and two wild cards or something. I'm I'm not Ooh, sure exactly. I'm not sure exactly how it works. Um, because I've not 
<laughs> I've not Good really had to, to pay attention to Division Two A. That's right. This is CA's. This will be CA's first baseball postseason in Division Two. Yeah, Let, there's because that. last year was their first year as a Division Two school program, and obviously, spring sports did not get to a postseason. There are four teams in the Division Two A state tournament. Okay. So now the um, top four teams out of District 3 will play the top four teams out of District 4 in the middle region tournament. I don't know how many teams go forward from there. So here's here's how this goes. Okay. All right. So you're going to have number one and two out of the middle, one out of the middle, two out of the west, Get a first round by to the region semifinals. It's calling it the first round and quarterfinals. So this may just be the all four teams from all three districts go to the state, state quarterfinals first round, mm-hmm. and, and then, then it the, goes, and on. then the four go to Murfreesboro. Correct. Yeah, that's how it works. So all four of these teams are being they're playing for seeding right now. Right. So today. Um, with a with a win, uh, CA will be third. CA will take third, mm-hmm. and they will play the number three from the east at the number three from the east. Now hold up, hold up, hold up. This is district here, so the next round is region. Got okay. You're right. Okay, so they will play the they will play the number two from district four. Which is the Good Pasture DCA Friendship Christian? That's right. District. So, so, so they'll play a they'll play a, a region tournament between the other. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah. District Four. So then we will go to the first. Yeah, round. gotcha. Yeah. Clear as mud. D- sure. <laughs> he warned you not to go there. <laughs> You're right. He did. <laughs> but I need to know, and and I am. But I'm you don't. <laughs> and I'm not the only one. No. <laughs> no, I mean it's it is a, it, it is not easy. I so. mean that's why I don't get into trying to project football brackets and that kind of thing because I know we're going to find out soon enough. Yep, there you go. It'll be on the website soon enough. Yesterday we got to give a shout out to Grayson Burleson launched his first career home run the eighth grader from Summertown in a four one win over Eagleville. Grant Burleson got the win on the bump, went complete game, striking out sixteen. Uh, well done to him. Loretto a winner a five three winner over Giles County. Josh Porter, Camden Porter, and Carter Daniel all had a double and a single each. Josh Porter had two RBIs. Camden had one. And in soccer action, hat tricks abound. You get a hat trick. You get a hat. Well, that was it. Just two. Well, if you <laughs> include the the Columbia Blue Jackets, there was another one. But there's neither here. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Victor Ramirez and Brewer Wall both had hat tricks for Columbia Central. Randy Gray and Josh Dunn. Got the other goals. Mason Hollingsworth had an assist, um, had two assists actually, and Cameron Smith and Ramirez each notched assists as well in the game. So they were an eight-one winner over Rossview. There you go. Um, we got it all in, barely, but we got it. If you missed any part of today's show, it will be on the podcast sm-tnsports.com. Check it out. We will be back when we come back in just about five minutes. We will talk. Uh, about the the Simmons Bank Open 
with Darren Reese on the Parks and Motor Sales Hotline. So we'll be right back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint from the Lee Company Studios. <laughs> 